We're going to get started here, and uh, we're going to go through the uh, individual member requests of the provisos, and so we're going to go through these uh, one by one. You will see these on your um, the amendments on your um, on your tablet and on the TV screen, and also you can stream live and see those too, right, Katie? All right, so amendment number one, the First Amendment, Herb Kirschman. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. The explanation for pulling that is HHS uh, submitted the CHIP upper income limit waiver as directed by the sentence of the proviso. The CMS through the feds have yet to act on that. So keeping the last sentence in the proviso allows HHS to continue the pr to pursue this waiver beyond the current 2019-2020 fiscal year. And so the action would be to um, you know, I'd make a motion to revert it back to the original language. All right. Any Made a motion for adoption. Uh, no, motion to revert it back to the original language. Okay. Yeah, all right. So you got to complicate it, but yes, I got you, Mr. Herb Kersman. I can talk right. slower next time. Yes, sir. <laughs> You may need to write it out in big letters and let me look at it before I can figure out what you're talking about. <laughs> yes, Mr. Um, all right, so uh, Mr. Herb Kurzman moves for adoption of amendment number one. Any discussion? All in favor say aye. aye. All opposed, ayes have it. All right, move to amendment number two. Simmerl, Representative. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, members. This amendment uh, deals with the higher education fee increase um, it's a report. Uh, as you know, we have put in, this will be the second year in a row that we're working on tuition mitigation. This would uh, require a report from higher ed back to House Ways and Means Chair and Senate Finance Chair for any increases for students and the reason for such increase. <clears throat> it also gives us an opportunity to look at and have a better understanding of elements of the rising cost of uh, higher education in this state, just so that we're all working together. Uh, to create uh, a better atmosphere and lower uh, tuition for our students. Any questions for Mr. Semmerl? Representative Lowe. Thank you for doing that. Would that include any new fees in addition to fee increases? Yes, it's going to be a, a published report from higher ed back to the Chairman of Ways and Means and Senate Finance, and it, it will detail the expenses, fees that are there, new fees, old fees, just, just because in certain instances for colleges too, there are certain spikes, whether it would be spikes in food, let's say, or housing costs. We need, we need to know that as a General Assembly. I mean, one of the things that I think we have put upon ourselves is to make sure that we have tuition mitigation and that when we fund that, we fund it with 0% increase. Obviously, colleges and universities face obstacles as well. This report would just detail that. It, it, gives, it gives them a better understanding of where we are. It gives us a better understanding of what they're facing. Thank you. All right, any further questions to Representative Simrel? Representative Simrel moves for adoption of amendment number two. Any discussion? All in favor say aye. All opposed, ayes have it. And then we'll move on to amendment number three. Uh, Representative Erickson. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. This is uh, aircraft fleet modernization evaluation. The Aeronautics Commission shall coordinate with an external consultant to evaluate our state's aircraft and all of the agencies that have aircraft 
and suspends Section 111.405, the 1976 code, for one fiscal year so that state agencies can look at the federal 1033 program as use as well. All right, any questions of Representative Erickson? Move right. for adoption. Representative Erickson moves for adoption of amendment number three. Any discussion? All in favor say aye. aye. All opposed, ayes have it. Move on to amendment number four. Representative Erickson, you still have the floor. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. 117.117 .117 is the repeal of Chapter 34, um, Title VI. It's our Code of Retail Facilities Revitalization Act. We're simply updating the date from the 2019 to 2020. Move for adoption. All right. Any questions of Representative Erickson? All right. Representative Erickson moves for adoption of Amendment Number 4. All in favor say aye. aye. All opposed, ayes have it. Number five, Representative Finley. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, this proviso is put forward to attempt to help with the negotiations on the Savannah River, and it has to do with maintaining a an affirmative height above mean sea level for improvements that are going to be uh, done and construction that's going to be worked on there. All right. Any questions for Representative Finley. Move, right, move for adoption. Representative Finley moves for adoption of amendment number five. Any discussion? All in favor say aye. All opposed, ayes have it. Number six, Representative Erickson. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. This is new 86.ECF. Simply allows the Department of Motor Vehicles to uh, use carry forward funds to help with the Phoenix and Celtic upgrades for their computer system. All right, any questions for Representative Erickson? Representative Erickson moves to adopt uh, amendment number six. Any discussion? All in favor say aye. All opposed, ayes have it. On amendment number seven, Representative Hayes. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chairman. What this amendment does is uh, for the South Carolina retirement system or the police officer's retirement system, uh, this would allow them after being out of work for 12 consecutive months to come back uh, out of retirement and uh, not be subject to the earnings limitation cap. Uh, we passed a, a bill last year, 3620, and uh, we talked with Peben. They said it won't have any impact on the system uh, because of the 12-month cooling off period before those employees come back to work. I just thought we need to put a placeholder in there. Kind of, I don't know if the Senate would be able to take it up. And we've done that in the past two or three budget years, too, haven't we, Representative Hayes? Yes, sir. Okay. Any questions for Representative Hayes? All right. Representative Hayes moves to adopt Amendment Number 7. Any discussion? All in favor say aye. Aye. All opposed, ayes have it. Next is Representative Cobb Hunter, Number 8. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. And this amendment uh, addresses the issue of um, partnerships. Just one of the things that we discovered in the health, in the higher ed subcommittee is that there are a number of mobile units, mobile health units that are around the state, but there doesn't seem to be a coordinated effort of where they are and who's doing it. And what this amendment does is um, 
put the responsibility for reviewing all of these units out there with the Commission on Higher Education, working in concert with HHS, just to kind of see where all these mobile units are, make sure that all regions are being covered as much as possible and that we're not duplicating access to care. I'd be happy to answer any questions about it. All right, any questions for Representative Kyle Hunter? Right. Move adoption, Mr. Chairman. Representative Kyle Hunter moves for adoption amendment number eight. Any discussion? All in favor say aye. aye. All opposed? The ayes have it. Amendment number nine. Representative Erickson. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. This is an aid to subdivision county property sales tax collections. The current fiscal year, if a county has capital project sales tax collections in excess of the amount necessary to complete their projects, we will uh, allow them to use those funds and not wait until the next uh, county election cycle. Currently, it would only affect Lancaster County, but it's written to comply with our Ways and Means rules of budget. All right. Any questions of Representative Erickson? Move for adoption of amendment number nine. Any discussion? All in favor say aye. aye. All opposed, ayes have it. And we're waiting on amendment number 10, so if we could just stand at ease for a second and wait for that to come. And I think that's our last amendment. So moving right along. I hope tomorrow moves this quick.
All right, well, let's get started with our last amendment here, amendment number 10, and Representative Semerl is going to explain that amendment. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Is, is it on? Okay. Amendment number 10 is the language from Speaker Lucas Bill 3757 uh, that we passed 92 to 8 back in May of 2019. This is the exact same language, Mr. Chairman and members, with an additional language for enhancing privacy and security of the data and ensuring agency compliance with federal and other regulatory and statutory requirements. This facilitates the sharing of the workforce and education data between the agencies involved in the workforce pipeline and enhances the state's ability to meet critical workforce needs both now and, and in the years to come. Uh, this is really the next step for us from House Bill 3969 that we had passed back in 2017. Obviously, this legislation, Mr. Stavernakis, is stuck in the Senate along with many other things, and this is just a way to move this forward. All right, any questions for Representative Samuel? Representative Samuel moves that we adopt Amendment Number 10. All, uh, any discussion? All in favor say aye. Aye. All opposed? Ayes have it, and that's number 10. Any further uh, amendments or provisos that any member wishes to take up or discuss? All right, well, I hope tomorrow goes as smooth as it does today. We, What time we can start? All right, Representative Clyburn moves that we recede to the call of the chair. Just for everybody's information, we, we're not going to start in the morning, but we'll probably start after we adjourn. So uh, probably about an hour, hour and a half after adjournment, we'll try to break out into our um, subcommittees and adopt lines. Mr. Smith, you behave in your subcommittee, please, sir. Um, and then we will um, uh, take care of you, Mr. Whitmire. Uh, okay. Mr. Bales is not there to supervise you. Um, and so... Yes, Ms. Calvin. Just a quick question, if I may, Mr. Chairman. Is there any anticipation of us finishing up tomorrow night, hopefully? I would hope so, depending upon how the how the debate goes and how the subcommittees do on adopting their lines. So that's certainly the hope that we're going to stay here and we'll stay as late as we can to try okay. to conclude that tomorrow night so we can adopt it and, and go on Thursday because I know a lot of people have um, yes, other commitments and there's a lot of us that are serving on this committee that have the dubious distinction of being appointed to the Santee Cooper ad hoc and yep. think we're going to have to start work on that as soon as we finish the budget. So Very good. I'm glad y'all got something else to do, Mr. Chairman. Uh, Thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that being said, uh, Mr. Clyburn moves that we recede to the call of chair. All in favor say aye. All opposed, ayes have it. So we'll...